Morning News with Trey Ware. Yep. Now on FM 1071. The star of the show, Joe Biden, walks and talks. Well, the walking <laughs> is a bit worrying, uh. while the talking is often total gibberish. <laughs> it totally is, isn't it? Uh, that's the way they're looking at uh, your president in Joe Biden's America. Welcome to uh, 7 6 July 6th. Uh, 2021, although it kind of feels like 921 or something when we're here in Joe Biden's America. The most violent country in all of the planet in Joe Biden's America, where the southern border is wide open and we've got criminals and disease coming across in Joe Biden's America. Well, good morning. It's 509 now. We'll dive into this. Liberals in the media turning the July 4th into America bash fest over the weekend. Liberal politicians, commentators taking great joy over the weekend, denouncing America, the Statue of Liberty, the flag. You can't say the word picnic. My God, you can't have a picnic for the 4th of July. You get lots of clicks when you say the United States is bigoted and racist. And that's what the liberals and the Democrats did over the weekend. Sarah Maslin Near, reporter for the New York Times, today flying the flag from the back of a pickup truck or over a lawn is seen as a clue to a person's political affiliation in a deeply divided nation. In other words, if you fly the flag of the United States, the stars and stripes, old glory, well, that just means you're a Trump supporter, see? And, you know, Trump supporters are all white supremacist racists, and they all have to be done away with. Because, as Joe Biden says, in Joe Biden's America, white supremacy is the worst thing that we could possibly have to face now. Yeah, you ain't seen nothing after you made a huge mess in the Middle East again, Mr. Biden. Get ready. Bury your head. Hold on tight. Put your head between your knees and kiss your fanny goodbye. Yeah, get ready. He's blowing up the Middle East again. And whenever you do that, whenever you bring all kinds of insecurity to the Middle East, crap starts to happen here. The article in the New York Times says that uh, former President Donald Trump makes the flag no longer a unifying symbol because people who support Donald Trump fly the flag of the United States. Maxine Waters over the weekend said that, uh, well, you know, freedom was only for white people. The 4th of July is only for white people. Matt Sullivan over at NBC News over the weekend said the national anthem being played before NBA games is racist. It's the product of a poem written by a slave owner by the name of Francis Scott Key. All this was going on on the 4th of July while you're celebrating the independence of a country. National Geographic said that fireworks, well, fireworks are racists. Fireworks are racists if you're, if you're firing fireworks uh, on the 4th of July because scientists have found in very deep studies that vulnerable people and communities of color are disproportionately exposed to the air pollution from fireworks. So, you're a white supremacist black hater if you're firing off fireworks for the 4th of July. And then, of course, Cory Bush, Democratic representative from Missouri on the 4th of July, said it's not a coincidence that the people who are saying black people have full freedom in our country are the same ones trying to prevent teaching of the truth, the truth of cr critical race theory. Philip Kennecott, art and uh, critic for the uh, Washington Post, says the Statue of Liberty is as meaningless or foreign to others, a sign without significant or worse, a symbol of hypocrisy and hate. The Statue of Liberty, a symbol of hypocrisy and hate. Cory Bush, Democrat 
when they say the 4th of July is about American freedom, remember this, the freedom they're worshiping is the freedom of white people. This land is stolen land. Black people still aren't free. Alyssa Milano disparaged America. Reminder, the United States was founded on the unjust treatment of Native Americans, Africans, and people of color. NPR, the Declaration of Independence, is a document with flaws and deeply ingrained hypocrisies. On and on it went all weekend where liberal Democrats, the left, ended up uh, you know, expressing how much they really do, truly do, hate the United States of America, and they hate it. There's no, uh, you know, it's not a quasi, hey, I'm living here trying to improve it and make it better. No, these people actually hate you and your country, and they are a large segment in the United States of America, and they're moving forward with their agenda. Meanwhile, over 400 shootings this weekend in Joe Biden's America. Details about that coming up. Around, around many of the current crop of political leaders, both here and abroad. Unfortunately, we can't say the same for the United States political administration, which is starting to resemble the movie Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. <laughs> Man, he stopped by the pie shop and... They were asking him, reporters were saying, what about this latest hack? Did you hear about this? No, it was a long weekend, so you probably didn't. But there had been a new hack by the Russians. They do it all the time of some 1,500 or so businesses. And they were asking him about that. He said, you know, I got a, I got a briefing about that while I was coming down on the airplane. Let me, uh, let me look and see what they gave me to say. Huh? And he opens up his jacket and he pulls out these cards and he starts reading these cards. Well, first of all, we don't know if it is Russia and Vladimir Putin. That's number one. Number two is, and I'm like, dude's reading cards that somebody gave him. Well, yeah, that's exactly how this is going. It's Barack or somebody behind the scenes. Remember years ago when Barack said the perfect situation, ideal would be for him to be able to do another session as president and have a talking head in front who was doing all that? Well, you know, it's it's. Uh, I think it's a consortium of people, but it's it's it, Joe Biden is he's conked, conked. Five twenty one now. KTSA. It's wet everywhere down to our south and to our east. You guys down at the coast and in Victoria and Quero and all down there getting rained on, and we're getting some here. It's going to be a wet week all week long. Well, at least the first part of the week. So prepare for that and just know that flooding is possible at any time. 210-599-5555. That's 210-599-5555. My name is Trey Ware. This is the KTSA Morning News. Right over there is the best in the business, Don Morgan, Chris Glasgow, and Elaine Rodriguez. We got you covered for all the news. And in Joe Biden's America, over 400 shootings over the weekend. A historically violent weekend in Joe Biden's in America. In an already historically violent year, several cities experienced a shocking rise in fatal shootings over the 4th of July weekend. Nearly 100 people were shot across the country during the holiday weekend. New York, you had 26 people shot between midnight Friday morning and midnight Monday morning. On July 4th, New York experienced 12 shooting incidents that involved 13 victims. In Atlanta, a murder in the middle of a fight between as many as 50 kids fighting at Atlanta, shooting guns. In Cincinnati, a 16-year-old and a 19-year-old were killed in a shooting on July 4th. 
Three other teenagers, two girls and a boy, all under the age of 18, were injured in the crossfire. All three are hospitalized. One is a 17-year-old girl, and she has severe injuries, probably will die, the authorities say. In Chicago, more than 85 people were shot. That's actually closer to 100 now, 14 fatally across the city over the weekend. Chicago police commander and a sergeant were shot and wounded early Monday. The weekend shootings over the course of 72 hours show that at least 145 people were killed during that time period. At least 354 people were injured. Now you're up to 400 people shot over the 4th of July long holiday weekend. A new ABC News Washington Post poll showing that a majority of Americans do not approve of how Joe Biden is handling the rise in crime. What, you don't like this? What's the problem? You don't like every time you turn around somebody's getting shot? The number of Americans seeing crime as an extremely serious problem in the United States is at a 20-year high, and Joe Biden gets the blame. Of course he does. 92 people shot in Chicago, 16 fatally in the 4th of July, six children among those in Chicago. Chicago Sun-Times saying that six children and teenagers and two Chicago police supervisors, five of the kids were shot well, nine hours on Sunday, and on and on it goes. Meanwhile, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot says it's all Donald Trump's fault. That's right. She says it's wonderful to finally have a partner in the White House that's helping us out after we were ignored for four years, couldn't get any help. So it's all Donald Trump's fault that the crime is going crazy in America. Oh, in Joe Biden's America. Houston police officer shot responding to a dispute over a parking spot. Houston police officer shot during a response to a disturbance call over a disputed parking spot. Officers dispatched to the scene. A woman called authorities over the parking dispute between her and a male. After speaking with her, the officers went to the male's apartment. At some point while they were talking at the door, dude pulls out a gun, shoots the officers, Shots rang out. Another officer immediately engaged with his hands and took the guy down with his hands because they're afraid now of using their guns. Joe Biden's America. SAPD, man who opened fire at KSAT journalists, fatally shot by officers. Dylan Collier and photographer Joshua Saunders went to a, a house that had been burned suspected arson they were there filming yesterday morning dude walks out with two guns starts shooting at him both of them are okay dude runs down the street hangs out in a house down the street then goes to a shed in the back police show up guy comes out shoots at police this is all according to bill mcmanus and the police kill him meanwhile sapd says a fatal shooting behind a north side nail salon stemmed from an argument that was happening inside the nail salon on blanco road joe biden's america national crime wave in ohio a mass shooting during fourth of july block party left one person dead and 11 others many of whom are underage injured toledo police chief George Cross had officers dispatched to a call around 1244 uh, a.m. for a 17-year-old male who was airlifted to a hospital and later died. Nine others, ain't ranging from 11 to 19. Kiddos. Kiddos. When they, sh when they have their entire life ahead of them. But in Joe Biden's America, they're getting killed. A Philadelphia cookout leaves two dead. 100 shots fired. Two men, ages 21 and 23, killed in the gunfire. 16-year-old girl, also shot. Her condition is unknown. 
10-year-old girl killed on July 4th drive-by shooting in New Jersey. All she's doing is sitting in her house. Somebody drives by, shoots, kills her. 10-year-old inside her house. Joe Biden's America. This is where we are in America today. Joe Biden's America, where out-of-control violence is happening on the streets of every city, including your own, in San Antonio, Texas. Joe Biden's America. This is the way it is. It's got to be stopped. It's got to be turned around. But it won't be as long as the chaotic president is there intentionally sowing the seeds of chaos and crime across our country. It's 528 now at KTSA. Well, today, showers and heavy thunderstorms. Watch for flash flooding. High of 82. Again, more rain tomorrow and Thursday. So get ready for it. 77. Why anyone would let him near a press conference, I have no (laughs) idea. This is elder abuse. Well, it's country abuse, man. They're abusing the country, the United States of America. What you're hearing are bits and pieces that Chris has found of these guys in foreign countries and what they're saying about Joe Biden's America. And we're talking about Joe Biden's America as well. Welcome back. It's Tuesday. It's going to feel like a Monday all day today if you had yesterday off. No, it's Tuesday. Got a short week. Hopefully it's not going to go as long as last week did. Man, last week took forever. And the weekend flew by, right? Isn't that how it goes? Last week took forever, and then you get to the holiday weekend, shoo, it just flies by. So hopefully this week is going to fly by, and we'll get right into the weekend. 536, Trey Ware, KTSA with Don and Chris and Elaine, and the Florida Tower collapsed. Death toll hits 28 as the weather starts to hamper the search efforts out there. Weather from Tropical Storm Elsa beginning to hamper those search efforts. The main thing they're concerned about, not really the downpours, because they've been working in downpours since this happened now, about 13 days ago. The main thing they're uh, concerned about right now is lightning. 117 people still remain unaccounted for at the site. Engineers brought down the remaining portion of the building in the middle of the night, last night before last. Else is expected to make landfall along the west coast by Tuesday or Wednesday of Florida there probably making landfall somewhere around tampa bringing dangerous tropical force winds and they're saying surfside right there at miami could face some strong winds because it's going to be on the windy side of the storm but again the controlled explosions toppling the remaining 12 store portion of the building Uh, nobody has been rescued alive since the first hours after the collapse but hope is springing eternal down there tropical storm elsa is in Cuba right now causing dangerous mudslides, but for the most part, it's over, you know, kind of like desolated area. Well, that would be all of Cuba, really. Florida Keys, Florida's Gulf Coast, Tuesday and Wednesday is what they're looking at, northern Florida. So they are advising folks to look out over there. 40 unaccompanied migrant miners rescued near the border in the river here in Texas. Joe Biden's America bringing more and more here, more and more illegals. And kids about to drown. Five of the 40 children jumped into the waters, although they were advised by the Border Patrol not to. You can't do that there because those are irrigation canals, and they release a certain amount of water there because of contractual obligations during the summer months. That water runs very, very swiftly and just sucks you down to the bottom, and there's no coming back up. Uh, luckily, five, these five kids out of 40 that jumped in were grabbed by our wonderful Border Patrol agents and brought to dry land. So this is what we're facing in Joe Biden's America. More and more death at the border as more and more people are trying to get in here. 
while Texas sheriffs from Kenny and Edwards and McMullen and Hudspeth counties are suing Joe Biden because he has emasculated the ICE efforts there, uh, basically telling them, don't do your job, ordering them to not do their job. They have blocked, or Biden has blocked ICE agents from taking into custody illegal immigrants accused of crimes. Not just illegal immigrants that are accused of coming into the country illegally. No, these are the ones that have broken the law here in America, been convicted of numerous crimes, aggravated felonies, crimes involving controlled substances, human trafficking, money laundering, certain firearm offenses, ICE officials telling the Washington Post that Biden has functionally abolished ICE by restricting their operations. He's told them don't do anything. So basically there is no more ICE. Don't do anything. We don't want you to do anything. So there is no more ICE. So these sheriffs in these counties where the crime is soaring here in South Texas, these sheriffs are suing Joe Biden and the Biden administration. He doesn't care. It's not going to buy, the, the lawsuit means nothing to him. This is, this is Joe Biden's America. This is the way that it was planned, and this is the way it is being carried out in Joe Biden's America. Soaring crime, problem at the border, all these other issues that we see and that we're dealing with on a daily basis. Inflation out of control. Incredible spending happened. It's Joe Biden's America. That's what's happening. A new Washington Post-ABC News poll finding that a majority of Americans disapprove of the job that Joe Biden is doing on immigration as illegal border crossings smash records month after month after month. The majority of Americans are opposed to this. Keep this in mind when we get to the midterms next year. Joe Biden did say, though, over the weekend during a 4th of July speech, I give you my word as a Biden. We are about to see our brightest future this country has ever had. Do you believe him when he says that? He's giving you his word as a Biden that we are about to see the best America that we've ever had. 210-599-5555. That's 210-599-5555. A lot of people are saying uh, in the Democrat media, his allies in the Democrat media, they don't understand why Republicans and Trump supporters are not coming over. This was all over Chuck uh, Todd show and, and and those other shows on ABC and whatever over the weekend they don't they they don't understand why more Americans are not coming over to support Joe Biden they don't understand why their own polling at Washington Post ABC and all these others are showing that his popularity is sinking and that he's underwater on issues such as the border that he's underwater on such issue, issues as crime and race relations. They, they're saying over the weekend they don't understand that because he's doing such an amazing job as president, probably the best president the country has ever seen. Uh, they, they say, of course, you know, admittingly, you know, the jury's still out. He's still got another three and a half years to go. But so far, my God, the things that he has been able to do for our country has been absolutely amazing. This is the talk on the weekend talk shows. And that this is just unbelievable why Donald Trump's people are not coming over to support Joe Biden in such a huge way. Why do you think that is? Why Why is it that that America is not putting all of their faith and their trust and coming over and getting behind Joe Biden? If you could tell Chuck, Chuck, Chuck Todd why it is or, or the people over on uh, Martha Raddatz and what have you on ABC why that is or Fredo on CNN, they're just dumbfounded. They don't understand. 210-599-5555. 
Meanwhile, a new ABC News Washington Post poll released Friday says that confidence in Joe Biden is plunging. Americans' feelings about how he is handling crime. Biden is rated poorly on handling crime, they say. The number of Americans seeing crime is an extremely serious problem in the United States. Why would it be serious when you only have 400 people shot over the 4th of July weekend? Why is that a problem? Well, I mean, come on. This didn't happen during the Trump years. We didn't have 400 people shot on a 4th of July weekend during the Trump years. We didn't have kids drowning at the border during the Trump years. It didn't happen. So, I mean, look at all the progress that Joe Biden has made. Think about all the things that he has been able to accomplish and all the good he has done, the societal chaos that's going on, the disorder, undermining the rule of law at every turn. Look at the the great things that he has been able to do. I mean, engaged in a multi-pronged strategy to really take out, defend our citizens, shrinking the military, turning the military into softies, that are more concerned about being woke than actually defending the country? I mean, when you think about it, emasculating the military is a great idea when China's hell-bent on world domination and Russia and Iran are doing what they're doing. And and look at all the great progress Joe is making in Democrat-controlled cities, descending into Craven crime centers. Um, Democrat Party doubling down on police bashing, defunding of the police, etc., deliberately erasing our southern border think about that i mean we had a border until he got into office and he's made great progress erasing the southern border you know and the stuff that he says well it just makes great sense anytime you hear him speak anytime he talks and the way we're spending federal money the national debt is hyper stratosphere way up in the stratosphere but who cares i mean that's what we're supposed to do with endless government spending and gas prices and food prices are all rising now, destroying our only realistic reliability and affordable source of energy, getting rid of it. And then, of course, in Joe Biden's America, supporting Olympians who turn their back on, on the flag and, and our national anthem saying, hey, that's a good American doing that. Look, he's making all kinds of great progress because the country's slipping away right before our eyes, squandering the legacy and the liberty bequeathed to us by preceding generations of patriots as they fought and they toiled and they bled to secure our liberty. Why why wouldn't Trump supporters be all over supporting Joe Biden with all the, quote, progress that he has made in six short months? Back in a minute, traffic and AccuWeb. is off on his own. No one knows where he's going to end up. <laughs> Well, yeah, uh, much less somebody like Jill who has to keep turning around and going, Joe, 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 over here, pay attention. Uh, 5.52 now at KTSA. Good morning. It is Tuesday. Feels like a Monday. Thank you, Chip, for saying the pledge. If you'd like to say the pledge, we'd love to have you do it at 210-599-5555. It's 210-599-5555. You can say the Pledge of Allegiance, record it for us, and we'll put you in the rotation and have you Talk about it, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Over the weekend, Liberal Democrats bashed the U.S. on the 4th of July, taking the opportunity 
of our Declaration of Independence and saying how America sucks and sucks and sucks some more. And then, of course, you had violence break out all across uh, Biden's America with more than 400 shootings. Hey, we left Bagram Air Force Base in the dead of night and didn't tell the new commander, according to the new commander there. The U.S. left Afghanistan's Bagram Airfield after 20 years. We shut off the electricity. We slipped away in the dead of night. We didn't, didn't, didn't tell anybody. It's kind of like, you know, we're done. Uh, you know, how people will that people rent your house? And they just, they don't ever tell you, you know, they are an apartment. They just walk out the door and leave everything, which is basically what we did, and walked away. We didn't tell the new commander. We didn't do a ceremony of handing over. We didn't shake hands and say, okay, babe, it's all years. We didn't say here are the keys. None of that. We just, in the middle of the night, turned the lights off and left. In fact, the new commander in Afghanistan... <laughs> Didn't even didn't even recognize that we had left until two hours after we were gone. It was seven o'clock yesterday morning, and he's going. I I, I guess they're not coming back. <laughs> I guess they're gone for good. Think about it, because this had been the epicenter of our war against the Taliban, Bagram Air Force Base. We said on Friday that we had completely uh, vacated it. And the Pentagon said it's going to be completed by the end of April or August that we're going to be out of there. And before the Afghan army could get in there, this was the problem. It was invaded by an army of looters. They ran, they went through all the barracks, you know. They rummaged through giant storage tents, you know. They just tore everything apart. Trying to, I'm sure they were terrorists trying to find what they could find. We had a prison there with 5,000 prisoners, many of them allegedly Taliban. As of last week, most NATO soldiers had already quietly left in the dead of night again. Why, why are you, Joe, why, why are you telling your troops to leave in the dead of night? Why don't you have a little class and, and number one, take care of the people who took care of us while we were there for the past 20 years and get them here? Joe, Joe, wake up. The sheer size is extraordinary. Bagram Air Force Base is huge. It's a city. You got roadways weaving through the barracks, uh, hangar-like buildings, two runways that are like 12,000 feet long, 100 parking spots on these runways for these fighter jets, a passenger lounge, 50-bed hospital, giant hangar, size tents, filled with supplies like furniture. Yeah, got to go. We left behind approximately three and a half to four million items there, tens of thousands of bottled water, energy drinks, military-made meals, MREs, civilian vehicles, hundreds of armored vehicles, ammunition. We just we, we just left it all and said, "That's it. You can have it. We're out of here." The Pfizer vaccine protection against infection declines to sixty-four percent in israel right now nevertheless they are saying that the protection remains high against serious illness so what they're finding out in israel and this is a good place to learn from because they were super quick in getting a lot of people vaccinated very quickly now pfizer is down to 64 percent protection it was what was it 90 percent and then 95 against serious illness if you got it now they say you're 64% uh, get you know against getting it, but 93% effective uh, against serious illness if you get it. 
I've known people who swore to heaven that they got it, but they had had the Pfizer vaccine and that they got uh, COVID. They swore that they, I know I've got it, but it felt like a minor cold, they say, as opposed to all the breathing issues and in the hospital and having to be, you know, intubated and all those things. They were able to avoid all that, but it felt like a cold headache, tired, fatigue, uh, coughing, or, you know, head congestion or, or whatever. The Delta variant estimated to spread 40 to 60% more readily than the Alpha variant, by the way. They're concerned a little bit about this Lambda variant, too, which is over in Peru, and they're trying to watch that to make sure that it doesn't escape, get out in the general population. Meanwhile, according to ABC News and Washington Post, majority of the unvaccinated folks do not plan on getting vaccinated. I've been telling you this from the beginning. Everybody who was going to get vaccinated is vaccinated, okay? That's it. Of those who indicated they've not been vaccinated, 75% say they're definitely not going to get the shot. Everybody who wanted it, everybody who was looking forward to it, already got it. It's not like, oh, we're you know just taking our time or whatever. No, the people who haven't got it yet, they haven't got it because they're not going to get it. And that's where we sit right now. All right, back in just a minute, more of the news of the day to let you know what's going on. Trey Ware, KTSA problem we have a people problem right here there's little accountability politicians won't blame families for raising their kids the gangs are raising their kids right now we have over 17 or 117,000 gang members that's your problem great job chris 606 ktsa trey Ware here it's a tuesday that feels like a monday we're back after the holiday the phones are on at 210-599-5555 love to talk to you this morning about What's making news today, liberal Democrats bashing the U.S. on the 4th of July, taking our, I won't say our most sacred holiday, but the one for our country, our Declaration of Independence and uh, and freedom and liberty and bashing. Well, look, they hate the country, okay? They hate what it stands for. They hate the liberty and the freedom. They love the idea that Marxism is taking root in the country, and they hate, they hate the United States. And it was very clear in the comments that they made, Alyssa Milano, you know, this country is systemically racist. Yeah, yeah. Corey Bush, same thing. It's a, this is a country that's free for white people. Black people are not free. Black people are not free in America, she says. I mean, this went on all weekend from these liberal nutjobs in the Democrat Party who just hate the country. I mean, call it what it is. It's not like they're here, and, and I, 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 I just have a problem with a few of the things, and I want to make it better. No, no, they hate the country. You had members of the uh, U.S. soccer team, which is a professional soccer team, by the way, turning their back when a 95-year-old World War II veteran used his harmonica to play the national anthem before their game or match or whatever you call the soccer thing before it started. The opposing team, I don't know where they were from, Austria, Australia, I, I have no idea. They stood and saluted our flag. They stood there with their hands behind their back and paid attention while the World War II veteran played the national anthem. Our team, the U.S. team, turned their back on the flag and on a World War II vet playing the national anthem. These are who these people are. That's how much they hate this country. And, you know, it, it just doesn't make any sense, does it? Why you would continue to represent a country that you hate so badly. Why? 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 Why do you stay, number one? And number two, why do you take a prominent position and represent the country? If you hate it, if we're so awful, if we suck so bad, and if we're all systemically racist and racism is everywhere and we're so horrible, then why in the world are you making money 
by playing soccer representing the United States. You know, it's the same thing we've said over and over again. Like like this uh, the, this hammer thrower from the Olympics. You know, it, it, complaining about your country like this and hating your country like this is the same thing as living at home, hating your parents. Get out and go live on your own somewhere and be happy. Life is too short, man. If America sucks and you're not happy, go somewhere. I don't get it. Can you explain it to me? 210-599-5555. I don't get it. Why, why would you stay here? I mean, if America sucks, why would you stay? Why don't you just get out? Go somewhere else. Like my daddy's telling me, why don't you get out and get a job while you still know everything? Right. Yeah. Because, you know, the truth of the matter is when they are, when you're 18, you know, well, actually, in my case, when I was 17, my dad didn't know all that much. But when I turned 18, he had learned a lot in one year. That boy got smart in one year time because at 18, I had to get out and do it all on my own. Right? That's true. Because th- that's the way my dad rolled, right? You know, if you were in college, you were in school, okay, we're going we're gonna to help you out. You can stay here at the house, but you're still going to contribute. You know, you're still going to work your way through college, but we'll give you a roof and some food. But once you're 18, if you decide you're not going to college anymore, that was it. Out huh? the door, baby. <laughs> out the door. And, uh, and so you had to make it on your own. And I, I, I've, I never, I just, I don't get the whole concept of, I hate this country, but yet I'm going to represent this country in front of the world. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't either. I'm not saying everybody's got to, got to love the country. I'm not, I'm not saying that because there are certain things about this country that people will hate and I can't change that. And I don't love everything about this country either. I don't like the fact that 400 people were shot in Joe Biden's America over the weekend. I don't like that about our country. No way. Uh, but I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and turn my back on the entire country. I'm going to point that out, but I'm not going to turn my back on the country and disrespect it the way that they do. I'm not going to do it or refuse to. So I don't get, I I just, it's dumbfounding to me why they would act that way. Petulant little children. Well, because they can. Well, that's true. (laughs) Basically they, they can, you know, that's, that's why they did it. You know, if they went to, if they went to China and they didn't like China, then to do something like that, they would end up in gulag or dead. Sure, it's that simple, mm-hmm. or anywhere else that they may go. So, so anyway, I just uh, you know I, I was looking at that over the weekend, and particularly on the Fourth of July weekend. You know, you got members of Congress that spent the weekend bashing our country and talking about you know Maxine Waters was one of them too, talking about how this is a country for white men and and black people can't get anywhere in this country, and it's still systemically racist against black. On the 4th of July weekend, you know, give it, give it a rest, Max. You're living pretty darn well off of this country. I don't think you've lifted a finger to work uh, in years. You've got everybody kissing your butt in Washington to take care of you. You come back to Houston and people kiss your butt over in Houston to take care of you. I don't understand what the pro- what's the problem, hon. <laughs> sounds like you got it made i'm saying what? you know you got everything you want you got free airplane rides you got free meals that we're paying for you got free housing that we're paying for right and people to do everything you want done i don't understand what what's the problem babe what is the problem yeah for me personally it's it's not so much that it's not so much what they're saying it's what they're leaving out and what they're leaving out is the fact that, okay, here's how I see it, but there's so much room 
for us to grow. And there's so much potential here that's not available anywhere else. You know, and that's the part that always gets me is they always leave that part. Okay, well, it's not perfect, but the potential is there, and it's not there pretty much anywhere else you go. And it's not going to be there anywhere else. And and they and they leave that part out. That's a hundred percent right. I mean, because I'm with you. Not everything's. I don't agree with everything. Not everything's perfect. There are things that I don't think are necessary, and there are things that I believe are that just aren't there. However, the potential to improve and to keep growing into. It's never going to be perfect, but to get better as we go along has always been there. And you know, equal opportunity doesn't mean equal outcome. Well, that's right. Well, but but right. it does to them. You see, that's what, that's how they changed it on you. See, they went from equal opportunity to equity, which are two very different words with two very different meanings. Equity comes right out of Marx, and equity means the same outcome. Everybody gets the same, which is an impossibility. No matter where they've tried it, it's never worked, right? Equal opportunity means, okay, here's the opportunity, now get out and do it. And it's been proven. Somebody like Le- LeBron James, who jumps up and down and complain about this country and how systemically racist it is, and it's run by the white man, look at him. I don't own a Bugatti or whatever that car is. Right. I don't own, I don't own a, you know, a Lamborghini like he does or four of them like he does. Right. I don't have a private jet, do you? Do you have a private jet? Not at all. No. Do you have servants waiting on you? No. See, and so for somebody like him to be complaining about how racist this country is, look at his situation. You know, you got a lot, you got a lot of room to talk there, big fella. Yeah. Well, you know, LeBron, if you want it that way, how about all of those championship rings you have? Go back and buy one for everybody who was on the team. There you go. On the teams you beat. There you go. <laughs> now everybody has. There's it. a good idea. Right. Give one to every other team that you right. beat all along the way because sure. you. Then that's what we call every, equity. Everybody gets one. Everybody gets a sure. ring. Everybody gets a championship. That's a great yeah. point, Don. You're so, absolutely and, right. And if that's his way of thinking, then it totally defeats his purpose. Right. You know. Right. Um, his job is to win games. Yeah. But, you know... It, but then again, <laughs> in the world of equity, no, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Why are you out there trying to score points, LeBron? Yeah, exactly. You should really be helping the other guy score points. Yeah. That's what you should be doing. You know, maybe you know, and he's a and he is an extremely talented basketball player. Maybe he shouldn't try as hard. Well, that's right. You know, make it fair for everybody. Well, else. like I'm saying, maybe he yeah. should score points for the other team too. You know, go to their basket and score a few. You know, the next time he's lined up, at, you know, he's on the foul line. You know, wear a blindfold. Yeah, cover one eye. Right. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, because he's that. He's so good. Back up. Know, he can you know make it fair for everybody else. Back up nine yeah, feet. You know, do from half court. You're right. There you go. <laughs> this is my free throw line. He'd probably still See, make but, them, but still. You but know? that is the point, isn't it? Yeah. Is that you're going to complain about you know not a, we don't have equal outcomes in this country we don't have equal outcomes in this country well you're not involved in anything that has anything to do with equal outcomes either mm-hmm. you're you know you live by example and that's what gets me with a lot of these guys too is that they can't even live by example these are a bunch of filthy stinking rich people i mean you know it, it, and i don't I, I don't hate them for their wealth. I hope they get richer. Right. I'm good with that. Yeah, same here. Get on with it. If you can get it, get it. Get it. <laughs> I, I have no problem at all. If you can find someone who's going to pay you that much money. Do it. Go right ahead. For throwing a basketball in a hoop. More power to you. Get after it. Yeah. But I, I won't be jealous at all. That's right. Yeah, you More power to you. Right. But then don't preach to us about how awful our country is. Because right. go to Peru and try that. Try to make that kind of living in Peru. Mm-hmm. Or pick, pick the country. Any of them. So... 
while we spent the entire weekend listening to these people holler and complain about how awful, how awful we are and how much we suck as a country and how racist we are as a country, I didn't. I celebrated the United States of America. I don't know about you, but I sure did. Every day. Yeah. You got that right. All right, quick break here. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. We'll jump on the phones with you as well as we roll forward this morning. I want to tell you about our friends over at Stevens Roofing. You know, we've had the, the, the rainy weather, the, the, the wet pattern. And if for some reason you happen to notice that there's uh, some problems inside of your home, maybe it starts, it can start with uh you look at the the uh stuff on the wall maybe it starts to look a little bit different or you start to notice some of the paint is peeling inside the house some of the texture is not looking like it used to the signs inside of water uh, damage are pretty obvious however water damage doesn't always manifest inside the house so you don't always see it in the sheetrock or your walls so you want to make sure that stevens roofing does a thorough roof examination a thorough roof check for you don't don't wait any longer get stevens out there today for a free roof inspection at 210-785-0994 that's right it's free and if you have a problem they'll talk with you about either replacing or re- renovating your roof or uh, you know, if you don't have a problem, they're just going to get in the truck and leave. Hey, have a good day. Stevens Roofing has your family covered 24-7, 365. That's Stevens Roofing at 210-785-0994. AccuWeather forecast today, showers and heavy thunderstorms. Watch for flash flooding with a high of 82. Tonight, cloudy and humid with a thunderstorm or two, low of 74. Tomorrow, a couple of heavy thunderstorms around. Again, flash flooding in the area with a high of 83. On Thursday, a couple of showers and thunderstorms. And 83 for the high again. Right now, 75, KTSA, and back. This is Jamie Markley. Stay connected with News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Biden's gaffes, episodes of confusion, and bizarro comments are becoming all too common. I'm not even talking about his hair-sniffing antics. (laughs) Joe Biden's America, man. It's uh, 623 now at 550 KTSA FM 1071, the Treyware page, KTSA.com. We'll go through some of the violence that hit the United States uh, over the weekend. But, you know, with all this going on, it could be worse, all right? You could go in to do your business and get bitten by your neighbor's python. That could happen to you because it actually happened over the weekend. To you? No. Oh. <laughs> no. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think my Man, neighbor has a python, but... Uh, yeah, if that was the case, you're 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 sitting well. I'm doing fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, this is a five and a half foot uh, python uh, escaped from a neighbor's apartment and went into the drains. Sixty five year old man went in to sit down, felt a nip. <laughs> <laughs> At first, he liked it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and it's then like, he thought about this, it. For this a is kind of okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, wait a minute. Hold on. I'm not supposed to be nipped when I sit down on the toilet. Yeah. What's the problem here? He looked down in there, and there's a five foot python sitting there. Yeah. That's never a good. That was at six a.m. That's never a good yeah. way to start your day. How did he not notice a five foot python? See, that's what I want to know. Because don't you always check? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like when you turn the oven on. 
didn't mama take teach you turn the oven on open the door check to make sure that nothing was left in the oven mm-hmm. like a poodle right sure you want to yeah. make sure the oven is clear yeah, your, before little, you... your little brothers right you exactly be hiding out in there so. so you lift the lid before you sit down and you take a look take a look right. you gotta make sure well apparently he didn't do that and uh, then he looked, and he discovered the albino python. Now, that oh, would be see, a real uh, shocker. Maybe it blended into the porcelain. He did <laughs> the albino. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's right. Maybe we're being a little harsh on the fellow. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he did check. Right. Uh, the snake apparently had escaped unnoticed. See, that's the other part, too. You've got a five-and-a-half-foot python. How does he escape unnoticed? Yeah. Right? And what did the owner walk out into the living room? You know, something's missing. Yep. You know, did did somebody move a lamp or something? Where'd Charlie go? Yeah. <laughs> Anybody seen Charlie? <laughs> He's over here biting the neighbor on the butt. <laughs> you know, just not, just not good. Yeah. Not a great way to start your day. Probably not. The guy's okay. Uh, snake was take. Snake was cleaned and taken back to the. Guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. sure. <laughs> I'm sure the man's reaction. I'm just That's right. We often use it as a metaphor. But I'm sure in this instance, it actually no. Happened. It actually yeah. happened. Snake had to be washed off and yeah. delivered back to the owner. Flight cancellations mount. U.S. is breaking air travel records and a slew of flight delays across the country. Pack your patience if you're going to El Aeropuerto. Yes, it's crazy out there. Slew of flight delays. Uh, last week you had uh, Southwest Airlines had to cancel a bunch over, over weather. American Airlines, just nobody wants to work anymore. So, you know, they're having a hard time getting pilots back in there. No end for gas at uh, $3 and above, says these executives. Patrick Dahan, the head of petroleum analysis for Gas Buddy, says, no, no, we're pretty much stuck here at $3 and beyond. President Biden's, uh, in Joe Biden's America, his climate change policies, according to Dahan, are driving the surge in gas prices in the long term. Absolutely, the Biden administration's push to go green will have more of an impact than anything else. As Joe Biden in Joe Biden's America maintains fossil fuel regulation as a top priority. So I don't know what you're paying uh, right now, but we did go back and look at uh, last year in June of 2020. Right now, the average price across the country now is three dollars and nine cents a gallon in june of 2020 exactly a year ago the price was two dollars and 17 cents across the country and oil is rising further uh tighter supply opec plus is uh, abandoning their talks and uh, so tighter supply will mean higher gas prices coming our way here in joe biden's america as he has abandoned the concept the idea of oil independence from the rest of the world. He wants us to be more dependent uh, for oil on the rest of the world so that he can continue this stupidity called the Green New Deal. That's what's primarily driving it up, uh, constricting our supply. We've got plenty. We produce plenty here in the United States. In fact, we've got an overabundance here in Texas and Dakota to be able to sell it all over the world. We, we were doing that in the Trump administration, but that was just too good for us. Too good for us. If, if, if it's your job to try to destroy us from the inside, that's just too good. Joe Biden's America, gas prices are higher. Crime is also higher. People coming across the border illegally and drowning in the river is way, way up. We had that story today. Joe Biden's America, everything is costing more. And in Joe Biden's America, people hate 
the United States of America. Yeah, I would say, folks, the power is in our hands to make a big change in the midterms next year and then again in 2024 because Joe Biden's America is not going to last very long. It's just not. If we leave these guys in power, they're going to take it down. And they're bent on doing that. They want to do it, and we need to stop them from doing it. And the way to do that is uh, is next year in the midterms, make sure that they're stopped. And I do mean stopped in a big way. It can't be some little little win. It's got to be a gigantic win in a forceful pushback against Joe Biden's America. Otherwise, it's over. I want to tell you about our friends over at Amogee Bank, great people at Amogee Bank who want to take care of all of your banking needs from top to bottom. At Amogee Bank, you can depend on the experts there, not only for your banking services themselves, like your, you know, your various accounts and what you want to do with your money and the kinds of ideas that you have for your money and all that. And they've got great ideas as well. But also looking to, to refinance your loans or first-time mortgages, anything like that, you know, your personal loans, they can help you with that, no doubt. But also when it comes to your business banking, if you own a business or you manage a business or you're in charge of a business in any shape, form, or fashion, your friends at Amogee, they are the number one business bank in Texas. They know how to take care of your accounts. They know how to supply the cash that your business needs, whether it's big infusions of cash for capital projects or it's a, a, you know, availing you a line of credit so that you can uh, you know, do things down the road that you need to do. They can handle all that. And they got great experts that they know in, in your industry that they can match you up with to help you really get the advice that you'll need to continue to grow your business. They do all this and much, much more for you at AMAGNA, member FDIC. Spoke on the shoulder and tell him he's got to go. <laughs> the tragedy is the replacement is Kamala Harris. As big a disaster. Yeah, or even worse, tell you the truth. It's uh, 638-550-KTSA-FM, 1071, Trayware page, KTSA.com. Can you eat cookies? Is that on your thing? I got cookies in here. Cookie Queens came by. Cookie! Ah, yeah, baby! Oh, I couldn't figure out what you were pointing yeah, at. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. no. I mean, you know, if it's a steak, I, I know better. I would yeah. not point at it if it's a steak, but yeah. I didn't know if there was something in a cookie yeah. that you couldn't eat. But you can, right? Sure. Okay, good. Yeah, there's a cookies over there. I, pointing at the corner, I thought, why does he want me to stand on the corner? <laughs> Bad boy. Yeah, right. I don't, um, I'm not sure whether to um, play cards with them or eat them, but, you know, they're 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 based on cards. There's a couple of oh, aces okay. in there, and there's a couple of jacks and queens. I think there's a queen in there. Right? We got a better joker. grab them now before we have a full house. <laughs> and the jokers for Chris. The jokers, right, right there. <laughs> hey, I was really surprised that the lead story across America today is not the wedding of Blake and Gwen. What's up with that? How come everybody's not lead? Why didn't you lead with that? Isn't that the biggest thing? The biggest news of the day? Well, it happened Saturday for one thing. Oh, because so. it's old news. Yeah. It's already passed and it's right. gone. We don't have to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, they're actually now filed for divorce. (laughs) (laughs) Probably true. (laughs) That's probably true. Right. Well, at least he made an honest woman out of her. You know what I'm saying? I think they make make a good couple. Or she made an honest man out of him, one or the other. Probably the way it is. I'm sure which it is. I don't think she's one to take any any crap from him. You know that. And he'll be out on his ear. See, if sure. you don't play about it, here's the rules. Let me tell you right now. That's how it is. I'm not a, you know, I, I don't really follow either of them all that closely. Although I did hear a Blake record on the radio the other day, and I thought, well, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's not bad. No, he's had some good stuff. Yeah. So, and apparently she did too back in the day. I don't know if she still is or not. But anyway, they're together officially. They were together for, they were living in sand. Now it's for real. Yep. They were living in sand. They were sand. It's okay now. They made it Everything's official. Everything's good. Everything's fine. All done with a handshake. Yeah, that's right. 
Did you? See, oh, and and what's his name uh, was the uh, officiated. That's why I wanted to bring it up. They had Carson Daly do the officiating. He was the, he was the preacher. Oh, is that right? Yeah, Carson Daly. Well, there you go. So, um, Blue Jackets, Madkiss, Kivlenix. Did you hear about this story? Oh, the fi- the, the fireworks. Yeah, man. Oh, oh that's really terrible. Yeah. He's a big guy's. Just so you know, he's a big hockey player for the Columbus Blue Jackets. He's, he's the goalie. Goalie, goalie yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was somewhere where people fired off. We talked about this a little bit on Friday, didn't we? Yeah. About fireworks, the sure. danger of so. On. So uh, somebody fired off some fireworks for the Fourth of July, and it was originally reported that he slipped and fell while running to get away from it. Mm-hmm. But now it's the medical examiner says he was hit in the chest by one of these, by the big ones, like a kaboom sure. ones. Yeah, right. it hit him in the chest and it killed him. I mean, obviously it's a mortar. It's what it is. Yeah. It's mortar. Right. And so, uh, yeah, it, it, 24 years old. And last night during Game Four of the Stanley Cup, Tampa Bay and Montreal, they had a, a moment of silence for him to recognize. Him. But apparently he was in a hot tub, and um, somebody fired off one of these things and hit him right in the chest, man. He's just an innocent bystander. Yeah, totally. It's not like he was doing it. Yeah. You know? Because that would be your first, you know, he was firing them off. Right. And they got in the way. Right. Well, you know, and it, it, it's kind of the stuff that was going on last summer where they were firing off these professional-grade fireworks at all the BM, BLM protests and all that. And I kept saying, follow the money, find out who's paying for that, because these are professional-grade fireworks, and they're bombs. Professional-grade fireworks are bombs. That's all they are with, with if you would, food coloring. <laughs> not, not literally, but, you know, right. it's coloring, and that's what makes it look so pretty. But they're nothing more than a bomb like what you use when you're at war. That's true. Pretty much. Yeah. It's a mortar round, and uh, that's what this thing was, and hit him right in the chest, so it was over pretty quick for him. Unbelievable. That's an unbelievable story. Tragic. Yeah. Tragic story. Um, okay, so at 642 now at KTSA, we're going to talk a little bit about the crime. Over 400 shootings in Joe Biden's America over the weekend. We'll update you on that. Some of it happened right here with a news crew being shot at. Now, they're okay. I'll tell you that much. They are okay. But they were shot at yesterday while out covering a story. So we we got more details about that and some of the other shootings that happened over the weekend as well to get you up to date on what happened in Biden's America over the weekend. They also knocked down what was remaining of that tower over in Surfside and found another body. So the death count is up to 28 over there. About 117 or thereabouts still remain missing in the area. They wanted to get it done because Elsa is on her way and Elsa is going to be well, it's going to cause a lot of problems for them. They're very concerned about flooding and they're very concerned also about lightning with her crews are working there to try to find whoever they can find if they can find anybody else uh hopes of course for finding anybody alive have dimmed greatly over the past several days haven't found anybody alive since the very beginning of that so anyway uh but they did take down the rest of the building in a controlled demolition night before last and started to dig through the rubble the all clear was given and that's where they found the 28th victim quick break back on the other side i'm gonna tell you about our friends over at south texas guns where you're going to get the best in customer service south texas guns is all about that of course they have tremendous guns and and all the uh various uh various things that go along with them of course they they got all that but when it comes to guns and ammo and your place for customer service 
this is it. South Texas Guns is at 281 of Brook Hollow, right across the parking lot from the HEB. Veteran-owned and operated by Joseph and Sean, two great guys. The only gun shop in town that offers discounts to veterans and current and retired law enforcement and first responders. In fact, they have a law enforcement and first responders program over there that if you're in law enforcement, you need to be a part of this program. It's absolutely unbelievable. They are completely customer focused at south texas guns where you're going to find the highest quality firearms for personal defense hunting collectibles competition shooting you got long rifles and ar-15s you got ammo you got of course pistols from every manufacturer your manufacturer (laughs) is there at south texas guns and one of the things that i truly love about them expert gunsmiths on staff and in the store so they don't have to send your gun off to be worked on it stays in the store the entire time they do the job there for you with great customer service at South Texas Guns. Guests of the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. I'll tell you what they sent me. The idea, first of all, we're not sure who it is for certain. Man, that was a weird moment. So he's at a pie shop. He's either eating ice cream or pie. How he's not 500 pounds, I don't know, man. I really don't. But he's at a pie shop. And, of course, the main media, they wanted to talk about, what's your favorite pie? What pie are you getting? Are you getting a pie? What pie? You know. And uh, somebody asked about the recent Russian hack, $70 million to restore data held by uh, companies hit in a cyber attack. They broke into Kasia, a, uh, or Kaseya, I don't know how to say it, a Miami-based information technology firm, and they want $70 million. With the most recent hack by the Russians, would you say that this, this means We're that... We're not sure it's the Russians. I got a brief, and uh, uh, I'll be in better shape to talk to you about it. Joe? Joe? Over here. Over. I'll Joe. tell you what they sent me. The idea, first of all, we're not sure who it is. Okay, sure. so that's pretty much it there. Uh, he said, I'll tell you what they sent me, which was his note cards to read. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, more on that after 7 o'clock this morning. And uh, Al- Alan West has announced he's going to run against the governor, against Governor Greg Abbott. I'm going to talk about that after 7 o'clock this morning. Sean's off this week on vacation. So it won't be wearing, it'll be wearing Rima, but it, it, no Rima. So we're going to do that after 7 o'clock and take your calls at 210-599-5555. Nice lead in, though, to Wes Bunch, my friend over at Bridgehead IT. It's Tech Tuesday time here with Wes. And so we'll talk a little bit about the the hackers from Russia in a second, but I know your topic this morning is one that I just cheered when Elaine told me what you wanted to talk about because, to me, it is a bane of our existence. To me, I want to strangle people when it happens. Uh, Robocalls uh, on my cell phone. It makes me crazy, Wes. It just makes me nuts, man. Oh, yeah. No, it, it makes everybody nuts. You know, it's been flooding cell phones, interrupting dinners, scamming people out of money for a very long time. And it's become the, the number one consumer complaint of, of really any consumer complaint at this point. And uh, the FCC, according to them, we've, as American consumers, received five billion of these calls uh, this year alone. Uh. So it's annoying, to say the least. So they stepped up, which is great. Somebody at the FCC stepped up, and they put a mandate on these major cell phone carriers that says you will implement a technology called Stir Shaken. And that sounds a little James Bondish, but it stands for Secure Telephone Identity Revisited. 
And um, essentially um, what it does is, is it looks a lot like, uh, you know, email spam filtering. It, it's, it's calls travel through the interconnected phone networks. They'd have their caller ID signed mm. as legitimate by their originating carriers and then validated by all the other carriers before it reaches the consumer's phone. So it gives them a real way to stop them and block them. Uh, we have not, we've had similar technologies in the past, but they just haven't worked. And this one works very well, and now it's mandated. It was mandated as of June 30th this year. The smaller carriers aren't mandated until 2023, so it's not going to just be like an overnight. They're going to go away. But we're really going to start to see a reduction of them you know, going forward, especially that impersonation where they're, you know, they're making it look like it, the caller ID is coming from someone who it's not and you actually you know, answer it. Just really annoying. So we're excited about that. I think that there's some relief on the horizon, finally. It's insane. Uh, I've got a brother-in-law who's in the business. He's got a business of um, uh, blocking this when it, go- when it goes to businesses. So, like, hospitals, they'll have their receptionist sitting there at the hospital, and most of her time, most of her time is eaten up answering those calls because she has to answer the phone calls. They can't put it on some sort of assist. She's actually got to, you know, it's got to be a live answer. Well, you know, they get hit with thousands of these a minute at some of these places. A minute, thousands. Yeah. And so, you know, they've, they've got to find a way to, to block those, and they've got a huge database of the phone numbers, and they're automatically blocked by computer, all of that. Yeah, this is absolutely necessary on cell phones, because I'll tell you what the jackasses are doing now, Wes, what's happening to me, is that I'll get a call from somebody's number I recognize, like, say, Don's number or Chris's number or my wife's number or something, and I'll answer it thinking it's somebody that needs to talk to me and it's somebody that wants to try to sell me a car insurance program. Right, and it's that impersonation where they've really gotten traction, and that's this this particular technology that was mandated fights that very, very well. It essentially ensures that that can't happen going forward. It's 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 insane, and it eats up a lot of time. And there have been times when I've received a note that says you could be charged for this too. Uh, yeah, particularly on texts. You know, I get a text from some company. I want to, hey, we, we want to sell you this or that. And you know what? What really freaks me out? What is freaky sometimes is that they know your name too. They will actually use your first name, and you go, hey, well, wait, wait. How do you know my name? What are you talking? And and the latest thing, because the the housing market is so hot. They'll call, and it's some guy. I don't know where he is, India. I have no clue, but he's calling to say, hey, Trey, I understand your property there. It's such and such, such and such street, and blah, 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 and I'd like to talk to you about, are you interested in selling your property? First of all, you're calling from, I don't know where, Mexico City. I have no idea where you're calling from. You know my name. You know my address. What is up? Well, and it's a new type of cybercrime. You mentioned the businesses earlier and the receptionists that just get bombarded. Um, We're starting to see that as a new type of uh, ransomware type variant where rather than encrypting your data files, they just blow up your phone system. And they get a free robo-dialer to just send you thousands of calls a minute. And it essentially shuts your phone system. Yeah. So, So it's not just your computer systems anymore. It's also your phone systems now that are that are vulnerable. Well, coming up a little after 7 o'clock, I'm going to tell you more about Bridgehead IT. And every Tuesday, Wes is here with uh, Tech Tuesday to let you know about what's going on. And uh, over Bridgehead IT, you can find out how to fight this stuff as well. Wes, thanks. We'll talk next Tuesday, man. Appreciate your time. Thanks, Gray. Okay. You too. Okay, yeah, coming up after 7, uh, Sean's on vacation this week. It's uh, it's Ware and Rima. And, of course, Don's here and Chris is here. We're all here. 
And I want to talk a little bit about Allen West after the top of the hour. Allen West, the outgoing Texas GOP chair, has now announced he's going to go right after Greg Abbott. He wants to be the Republican nominee for governor. He wants to primary Greg Abbott. So I did see some prominent San Antonians um, start to say over the weekend that, yeah, they would support Allen West against Greg Abbott, that Allen West would defend the Alamo, etc. And I'm just curious what you think about all of that. Um, you know, uh, Greg Abbott has been on a lot of things lately that have been very good for the state of Texas and very good for conservative-minded people here in the state of Texas. But there are at least two now who want to go against him in the Republican Party, Alan West being the latest. Your thoughts on that and more coming up, KTSA.